Tom Shanklin, my lovely wife Susan. Yep. And we're happy to be with you today once again yes. on our 3.3 acre homestead here in southern Minnesota. And we once again we're in front of the so called she shed. Yeah. And I think over there you might see some grapes. Yeah. Maybe. Just out of the corner. And Whoa. wait, I have something to say. Okay. Praise it's the Lord. The second one. That's awesome. Praise Can God. I have half of it? Thank you. <laughs> Isn't God good? Yes, it's June. These are June bearing strawberries. And uh, so I wish I could give you one, but I can't. Praise well, God. you eat it and I'll talk. So that wasn't quite ripe this morning when I was picking weeds. And I picked one other deformed strawberry, so this is a treat. And then I have a testimony. I want to hear it. I got my hair done today. Praise the Lord. If you watched the last uh, <laughs> time we were together and did a video, Susan was had rejoicing that she had an appointment. Today yeah. she went. And, yeah. and I was her chief intercessor. Yes. Everybody had masks on. I've never had my hair cut with a mask on. It was quite different. They had a mask. They checked my temperature when I went in the door. And yeah. I had to wash my hands. And um, it was very, very different. Very different. And I just want to praise God that He is in charge. Doesn't matter what things look like. Doesn't matter what things look like. He's in charge and I'm going to have my eyes on Him. Amen. Oh, did I get you? Did I make you step back? This is life. Hallelujah. This yeah. is life on 3.3. Well, he's in charge and he does miracles. Today yes. I want to talk about miracles, how they happen, and how you can receive yours. Oh. Praise God. Yeah, we're going to learn about miracles. Now, we can't really understand everything about miracles because no. uh, we're not really living quite in the miracle realm. But we can understand some things from the scriptures, and so we want to talk about some things that have just been on my heart for uh, several days uh, to share with you about miracles. So before we get into the Word of God, let's pray and just open our hearts. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone that's watching. I thank you for us as we share the Word of God, as we speak from our hearts, from experience and the things that we have seen. And Lord, we want to speak from your heart. To the people that are that are watching yes. and those that are listening because this will be on podcast also and father we just do open our ears and open our hearts to receive the truth of god's word yes for you have said you will know the truth and the truth will make you free in jesus name amen we all need a little bit of freedom yeah you need a haircut well you know i've got to work on getting an appointment Praise the Lord. We're going to be in Luke chapter 1 today, and we're going to talk about uh, when the angel came to Mary to announce that Jesus was about to be born with, from within her. And uh, no, it's not Christmas. We don't have to share this scripture only on Christmas, because this is such a miracle. I mean, if you think, this is actually a unique miracle among all miracles, because no other woman ever had a child 
without having a relationship with a man. It never has happened. But this time it happened. Now, there's been many women that were barren, that were not able to have children, and we're going to read about Elizabeth. She was one of them. And we've seen that in our own ministry as we've mm -hmm. prayed for uh, women and couples that were not able to have children, and suddenly they were able to. And that is such a blessing. You know, we've got... Uh, We've got children that we prayed into the world uh, here in the United States and uh, also India. and also in India. And now we've got one that we're believing for in Slovakia. Slovakia. So, you know, uh, we're going to read here that it says nothing is impossible with God. No. And, but my heart today is to kind of look under the hood of this miracle, so to speak. You know, uh, that's a, my son-in-law is a software engineer. And so when he wants to, when I look at something on the internet or on the computer, I just kind of look at the surface. But he's able to, he calls it, look under the hood and see what's going on in the coding. And we want to, as much as we can, kind of look under the hood of a miracle so we can understand how miracles happen. And then that'll help us, I think, to be able to understand how we can receive a miracle. So let's read. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled by his words and considered in her mind what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Listen, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom, there will be no end. Praise God. Then Mary said to the angel, How can, can this, this be? be? Yeah, that's what we're going to consider here as soon as we finish reading this. How shall this be? How can this, how could something like this happen? How can the miracle that you need happen? How can this be since I do not know a man? I've never, in other words, I've never had relations with a man. The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One who will be born will be called the Son of God. Listen, your cousin Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was declared barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Take that in today, whatever you need. With God, nothing will be impossible. Mary said, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be unto me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Praise God. What an awesome experience to have an angel come to you and tell you that you're going to have the Son of God. And of course, this is so significant. You know, I know many people will tell us, no, that's just a story that's a fable no this is this is the truth of the word of god god sent his son and he was born of a virgin this was predicted in the old testament and he came to earth 
as God with us. He walked the earth as God in the flesh. And he taught us, and he did miracles, and then he went to the cross to die for our sins. And not only that, he was buried and he rose again. He ascended to heaven and poured out the Holy Spirit upon us. Amen. So this is... I'm going to wear sunglasses an awesome next time. miracle. Yeah, <laughs> we look for a place in the shade, but it just... We just thought you'd enjoy seeing the, the shed in the background, so... Well, you know, when you were reading the, the scripture, you know, something that jumped out at me, you know, he doesn't tell me what he's going to do. I try not to. <laughs> I say, I'm going to talk about something about, about God. God. <laughs> okay, I, it's in the 30th verse, and, you know, and the angel came to Mary, and the angel said... Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You know, I think sometimes we're afraid of miracles. Because if, if I get a miracle, then it will change my life. You know? Oh, glory to God! <laughs> you know? Um, we can't be afraid and, and walk in the miraculous. We can't be afraid to get a new job. We can't be afraid uh, to uh, go back to school. We can't be a, I can't be afraid because if God is with us, you know, He will take our right hand. So I think, I think um, Christians should stop being afraid. And I'm just preaching to myself. Yeah, that's true. That's a good word, you know, because I think so often, you know, it's like we are we're just satisfied with the mundane, the ordinary, you know, just. Uh, the way it's always been, just calm, collected, you know. But God wants to impart and impact and, and uh, transform this world you know, with miracles. So don't be afraid of miracles. Don't be afraid of, of the something, supernatural. Yeah, the of super, supernatural don't be afraid of, of the supernatural. I mean, read the Bible. It's full of miracles. And we're serving the same God today that, you know, did those things in the Bible. And he'll still do the same things today. Yeah. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what he did in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the book of Acts, and all the miracles in the Old Testament, he'll do those things today. Amen. He'll still Amen. do them today. Praise God. So I want to talk about uh, miracles, how they miracles. happen, and how to receive one. Amen. How to receive your miracle. How do they happen? Well, the angel told her when she asked... How can this be? He said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Most miracles happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. And there are some miracles in the Bible we know that happen under the agency of an angel. But most miracles, I would say, happen by the agency of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And he, he said to her, uh, the, whole, the first words out of, his, out of the mouth of the angel was the Holy Spirit. You know, we talk about not being afraid. Don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. If you're, you know, if you're a Christian, did you know that the Holy Spirit lives in you? And, and you know, I can say this for all of us. I think the Holy Spirit wants to do a lot more than he's doing already in our lives. He really wants to impact things and do a lot more. Because we're afraid. We're, we're afraid. We hold back. We're, we hold we're living back. in... More in the natural side of things. I think but we rely said, on ourselves rather than God. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, we're, and we're going to get to, you know, how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. But I want to talk about this word where it says, the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Hey, we got a good oh. use for this sun today. We can demonstrate hey. the overshadowing, amen, oh, of the Holy Spirit. Shall I stand here and just do this? Praise God. This oh, is umbrella. a Greek word. It's, I think it's only used two times in the New Testament. And it means to envelop in shade. And it speaks particularly of a vaporous cloud of creative energy. That's, that's really interesting. Actually, the Holy Spirit is making reference back to the Old the Testament. Cloud. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. The, the I pray cloud. that a lot for people. Amen. This is what we need. That we need the glory of God, you know, to come upon people, to come upon us. I pray that for my kids the and my grandkids. Yeah, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's what we need because, you see, he's the one that brings the reality of Christ. You know, we, we, can, we can know the words, but we have to have God bring those words alive by the Holy Spirit. And see, he wants to make himself real in our lives. You know, Jesus said, I will come and I will manifest myself to you. Jesus will make himself known to us. And how does he do it? He does it by the Holy Spirit. We know Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, but he has sent forth the Holy Spirit. And so these miracles, they happen by this overshadowing of this vaporous cloud of creative energy. Could now, you repeat that? <laughs> are you serious? No, I want it to be overshadowed. Oh, yes. Well, we can just do that. Um, Don't mean to complain, folks. The other place that it's used in the New Testament is when Peter, it tells us in Acts chapter 5, how Peter, when he walked down the street, his shadow mm. uh, overshadowed the people. You know, when I when I walk in stores, you know, I pray for people, and that's kind of like a shadow. Yeah. You know, you know, I you can kind of sense when people need a healing or yeah. or children are kind of unhappy and yeah. parents are unhappy. And I like to pray for them as I pass. That's good, you know, and yeah, I wanted to say this too, that, you know, we're talking about, you know, Mary being impregnated by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about Peter's shadow healing people and the lame people get up and, and these great miracles. But what we're talking about here, this glory is also in uh, what we might think of as smaller things, you know, the things that are maybe not in our eyes so miraculous, like, for example, you know, I think we've experienced this, uh, telling ourselves a little bit, you know, we're going into church and it's just been a little friction between us. Of course, there's never any friction between us, but just in case there ever was. And we're going to church, you know, and there's friction. And other couples have experienced this too, I know. And you go into church and you begin to lift your hands and worship the Lord. And the presence of God comes upon you. And pretty soon, you know, you're just reaching out for a hand and we're holding hands and and you see the the love and the and the and the affection and the is is restored. There's healing because of God's presence. And the same thing, if you're depressed and discouraged, you know you need to put off that garment of praise and put on. I mean, put off the. I was going to say that's wrong. <laughs> put on the garment of praise and put on or put off the spirit of heaviness. All right, we'll get that right. 
But in other words, praise God. See, praising and worshiping God helps you step into the presence. And it really pushes back fear. Yeah. It, you see, the, it's the anointing. We talk about the anointing so often. It's, oh, it's some big crusade. It's some great healing evangelist. No, I mean, the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit wants to be in your living room today. I was just going to say, it comes in my living room or my kitchen or out when I'm weeding strawberries. That's a, I yeah. pray a lot when I'm in the garden. Yeah, in the garden, you know, by the she shed even, you know. And, you know, because God is not prejudiced. He doesn't have to have a big church service to do something. He'll come if we'll just quiet our hearts and worship him and listen to his voice and receive of this, this cloud of glory, it's for you today, right where you're at. You know, maybe your heart's hurting. You know, you just had some struggles today. Just, you know, lift your hands and receive of the power of the Holy Spirit. Receive of that glory and receive of that anointing because it's so very, very powerful and it's for you today. Amen? So, talking about how do miracles happen, they happen by the Holy Spirit. And the power of God overshadowing. That's one of the great ways. Um, talking about that glory in the, in the Old Testament, I want to mention that it talks about in the fifth chapter of Second Chronicles when they had dedicated the, the uh, Solomon's temple. And uh, they began to praise and worship. They had all the whole praise worship team, all the praisers and instruments and everybody in Israel that knew how to praise the Lord. See, I know about praising the Lord, but I can't do it very well. And my voice isn't that great. I can praise really well. God loves it. But you probably wouldn't want to hear it. But you see, that when they praised the Lord and they were saying, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever, the Bible said that a cloud came in there and they couldn't even stand up. It was so powerful. And this is what we need. We need this overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it would be nice to feel that in churches. Yes. When we praise the Lord. Don't you think that'd be nice to usher in the glory of God when we praise? I think that's I what's exactly what's what's supposed to happen. And, you know, part of that, too, is, is being in unity and praising God and focusing on Him. And that's very, very powerful. I think of a couple times in my life that I've experienced this in powerful, dramatic ways. The first time was when I came to the Lord in 1977. A long time ago. A few days ago. And he told me, turn from the things of the world. And I repented of the way I was living and chose to follow him. And then the Holy Spirit came upon me. And gifts of the Spirit began to come. I began to utter things in another language. And prophecy began to come. And I'll tell you what, I've never been the same since that day. That, You see, how is this miracle going to happen in our lives? It's by this overshadowing, this glory. And we need more of it, not less. It happened in a pickup truck. In a pickup truck. Could be God. a song, a country song. Hallelujah. I was sitting in a pickup truck and the Holy Spirit visited me. That's pretty good singing. <laughs> another, Hallelujah! <laughs> another one that was really dramatic like this was when I prayed for a man that had colon cancer. Mm, he had a tumor inside of him the size of a golf ball. And we sat in his living room with his wife, and we studied the Word of God. We studied healing scriptures. We talked about how Jesus took our sins and sicknesses on the cross. And, and uh, 
by his stripes we were healed, and many other scriptures in the Word of God. And I, after we had studied the Word, I said, Richard, are you ready for prayer? He said, yes, I'm ready. He stood in the middle of the room, and I went over and I laid hands on him and put my hand on his, on his abdomen, you know. And I commanded that tumor to shrivel in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. And it's all about Jesus. It was like the glory of God was just that cloud was in that living room. I mean, I, I ex- we experienced his presence. It was tangible. There was a tangibility of the spirit. And, you know, that man uh, went to the bathroom later that night and had a release. That's the nicest way I can say it because it was there was a blockage there. And went back to the doctor and the tumor had shriveled to more like a raisin or, you know, large raisin or two raisins. Instead of a golf ball, he had a raisin. <laughs> and that's what I said, shrivel, Jesus' name. And they took it out, and they lost it, so they couldn't do a biopsy on it. So he had to come back and have another colonoscopy. And when he did, they said, you're, you're healed. You have no tumor. Your colon is... You have the some... colon of a teenager. That's pretty good. So how can God do this? Well, like I said, we can't totally understand the power of God. No. But something I've been thinking about is, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, right? And it said the Holy Spirit moved on the face of the earth. And um, that word in the Hebrew, moved, could be translated hovered. So the Holy Spirit, in creation, the Holy Spirit was hovering. Just like that thought of the overshadowing. She likes that Mm. teaching. It's kind of like a drone. Yeah, it's just like God's drone, you know. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit was hovering over hovering. the face. And then God began to speak, you see. And when he speaked, when he speaked, when he spoke, there was a release of the Holy Spirit's power upon the earth. And he said, let there be light. And there was light and so on. So you see, it's the same power that created this universe that we live and in. And created Jesus which in the womb created Jesus in the womb. Of course, he originally, he he was not a created being, but his earthly, in right. the earthly form, right. he was In created. the belly of Mary. Yes. So, how do miracles happen? Well, I hope we've helped to, you know, just to think about that a little bit. But then, how do we receive our miracle? Well, I think this story really tells us something about that, too, because... You see, Mary responded to the words of the angel. And, and that's like we, we need to respond to the word of God. Be it unto me. Yeah. King James says, be it unto me according to your word. You see, she agreed with, with the word of God. And, you know, there's a lot of people that want miracles, but they need to understand if you want a miracle, you have to agree with God's word. And don't be afraid. And don't be afraid. You know. Be it unto me, and before she said, be it unto me, she says, behold the servant of the Lord, or behold the handmaiden of the Lord. So she yielded her life to him, right? And she said, I agree with God's word. You know, it, it's, it's hard to receive a miracle from God when you disagree with him. You need to get in agreement with what he's saying, amen? And so that's why we get into the word of God, the written word of God, and then it comes alive in our hearts. It becomes... A reality is something that we begin to possess as ours. By his stripes, we are healed. 
That's an example. We take that in. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. But many times people say, well, I hope that worked, that prayer you prayed. I hope it worked, you know. Uh, I don't know. I've been sick a long time, and I, I don't think anything's going to change. Well, you see, you're disagreeing with God's word. And if you want to receive a miracle, you have to put yourself in agreement. You know, how can you disagree with God and receive from him? And I want to put a little caveat there because put a there are what? caveat. In other words, I'm a little bit of a exception on what I just said in the fact that sometimes God just does it because he's God and he's sovereign and he can do miracles in spite of our unbelief. There are times that he does that. But most of the time, most miracles come because of the cooperation of us cooperating with what God says you know, I and cooperating with his Holy Spirit. God does miracles so he gets glory. You know, God wants to do something so you tell your neighbor what God did. You know, God does something in your life and you're able to tell your kids. You know, you can go, you know, God does something miraculous, and you can't deny it. You can tell your boss. You can yeah. you can call CNN, ABC, NBC. And see, if they'll, see if they'll put it on. <laughs> Why not? Well, you know, in the, in the uh, New Testament, it says that, uh, you know, that signs follow the preaching of the word. They, they conf- God confirms his word with signs following. So, yeah, he... He wants to demonstrate the truth of the gospel. He wants to receive glory. And, you know, the early disciples, when they had troubles, they said, Lord, grant to your servants boldness that they can keep speaking your word and stretch forth your hand well, I think he to does heal miracles. in the name of your holy child, Jesus. I think he does miracles to make you happy. He's on our side. Amen. He's good. He's good. He cares. Folks, God's good. Amen. You He's know, good. a miraculous doesn't just have to be with body. That's right. There's all kinds of miracles. Oh, we know. We know some. We know somebody that has had miraculous um, uh, with finances. You know, selling property or business. You know, like mm-mm, ain't going to happen. Uh huh. With God, you know, it just doesn't have to be with your body. Miracle. He's interested in your life. Otherwise, why would he send Jesus? He sent his only son, you know, to die for your sins. It's a miracle for it's, some marriages. It's a sacrifice. And, yeah, Miracles healing for, for marriages. And oh. Healing for broken hearts. Oh, we've been praying for a young man for years. It's been a prodigal. And we yep. saw him the other day. Yep. And he's gone to church with his parents. I didn't recognize him. He was so tall. But well, his, his give away too many. No, we won't give away too much. But, praise God. Nothing's impossible with God. I want you to remember that. And God works by the agency of the Holy Spirit. And he works as we yield to him. You know, I had one thought about how do we, you know, because this, see, this is about God's power. We can talk about it. I can't, but I can't do a miracle without him. I can't do a miracle. Uh -uh. But yet Jesus told his disciples, go out and heal the sick. But how do they? How are they going to heal the sick? In by the, the name power of, Jesus. of the Holy Spirit, yeah, and in the name of Jesus, by that authority. But how do we get in position for a miracle? How do we get in the flow of the Holy Spirit? And I was thinking about uh, like a river current or a, a large stream, and you want to get in that stream and you want to go with the flow, right? Well, you know what I was thinking of. Well, 
Yeah, but I should finish my story first, maybe. <laughs> no, you tell me, and then we'll finish mine. Okay. I was thinking of when a baby's being born. you got to get into position. There you go. You know, because it's got to come out a certain way. and It's good. Got to get in position. Yeah, see, it's what I'm... What I'm saying and what Susan's saying through that story is, you know, it's God that provides the power. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. But we do have a little something to do with it. Yeah. And so, you see, to get in that stream and go downstream get and to tap into that power, you've got to kind of push yourself out into the stream. And that's kind of what we were talking push about. Out your miracle. Yeah, it was kind of what we were talking about in praise and worship. Get in the flow, right? And, and pray in agreement with God's word. And I felt like the Lord told me today, when you approach me, approach me with thanks mm. and praise and joy. Amen. Even, yes. even if you're coming with such a great, grievous need, thank him in advance that he'll listen to you. Amen. See, that begins to release the Holy Spirit and begins to release faith. It's like uh, in Philippians 4, 6, it says, uh, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about a thing. But in everything, through prayer and supplication, how? With, With thanksgiving, thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. So I'd like to just take a few minutes, Susan, and just pray for those okay. that are watching. Sounds good. And um, I want us just to relax a little bit in this. We're not going to try to, you know, just belt out a lot of words. We just want the Holy Spirit to be here as we minister and there as you receive. And I'm going to pray as I'm led. And Susan, I'd like for you just to, you know, as you're led too, to, to pray for whatever needs you think of that mm -hmm. people may be, be experiencing. And mm -hmm. Let's just try to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. And receive what he has for us Thank today. you, Father. Thank you for the breeze. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, Lord, for every single person that's watching yes, today. Yes, Lord. And you know the needs that are in their life, Lord. But, Lord, you sent Jesus to bring the greatest miracle of all into our lives, the miracle of the new birth, that we could be born again. And so today, Lord, I just pray any that are watching that have never received Jesus, first of all, they would just open their hearts and say, Yes, Jesus is my Lord. I believe God raised him from the dead. Come into my life and change me today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. And Holy Spirit, we just honor your presence. We thank you. You have come to verify the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have come to glorify him and to glorify our Father. And we thank you for being right here with us as we pray and being right there as those who are watching that they can just receive. Just quiet our hearts and receive from the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your presence. Yes, Lord. Some need the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. I just thank you. They just reach out and say, yes, Lord, baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Some have broken hearts. They're wounded through relationships and wounded through life. Lord, you're able to heal those broken hearts. We just pray in the name of Jesus for healing of hearts today. In Jesus' name. You know, I just pray that people that are going through addictions, yes. 
that up. Father God, let it be a miracle. Break that chain that binds them. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that addictions are broken. In Jesus' name, I pray. Yes, Father, in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we say no weapon formed against your people will prosper. We pray for those that are under a curse of witchcraft. We break its power in Jesus' name. Those who have been cursed by other people's words, we break that off in Jesus' name. And we say they're blessed in Jesus' name. We break that spirit of condemnation over yes. them in Jesus' name, I pray. There is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Those that feel like they've been a failure in their Christian life and the devil just keeps beating them over the head, I break that stronghold off in Jesus' name. I loose them into the joy of the Lord. Amen. The spirit of victory in the name of Jesus. We say cancers. We've talked about cancers today. Cancers, you must go. We command tumors to shrivel in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, for those who are having heart problems, we know one of our friends. Father, we pray for a new heart. You've got them in heaven, Lord. Just give them a new one, Lord, in mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Redeem their life from destruction. Crown them with loving kindness and tender yeah. mercies. And our other, other friend we have that needs new lungs. Mm. We thank you for a creative miracle. Lord, if you, if you created the world through your words and through the power of the Holy Spirit, here we are, your believers. We speak the word. Lungs be whole, be new. Come forth, new lungs. In Jesus' name we pray. Prodigals return. Prodigals, yes, name. come back. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus. Better in the Father's house. Be loosed from your chains. Mm. In Jesus' name. Father. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. God says, I am the Lord that heals you. Praise God. Amen. Thanks so much for watching, folks. And we just pray that presence of God will go with you now video's over, but the Holy Spirit's still there. Amen. And we love you, and uh, we hope to see you again. Bye. Bye. We pray you have been blessed and encouraged by this message from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom Shanklin Ministries is reaching the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to become part of this worldwide evangelistic outreach through your prayers and financial support. To request our free monthly newsletter, you can reach Tom Shanklin Ministries at 507-407-HELP. That's 507-407-4357. Visit Tom Shanklin Ministries online at TomShanklin.org or send cards and letters to Tom Shanklin Ministries, P.O. Box 4144, Mankato, Minnesota, 56002.